Welcome to The Good Work, a podcast and video series that follows the event company, an event design company that specializes in corporate, nonprofit, and social events. Our passion lies in creating one-of-a-kind events that share the good work of organizations we are fortunate to collaborate with. Tune in for conversations with leaders of these great groups, our best advice for your next event, and some behind-the-scenes moments. Now, let us show you the good work. In this episode of The Good Work, we'll introduce to you our friend Bethany McKenzie, founder of Let Me Be 83. Let Me Be 83 is a movement anchored in nutrition and the proper use of insulins to allow people with diabetes to achieve healthy blood glucose levels. Hear more about Bethany's son, River, and why she started Let Me Be 83 and the waves that she's making locally and internationally. Please welcome to today's vodcast, Bethany McKenzie. Hi, Bethany. Welcome to today's hey, vodcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I wore blue today for you. Thanks. I love <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Where's That's my okay. blue? That's okay. I'm so excited to have you here. We've thank had the you. opportunity to work together for, gosh, a little over a year. We're on our second event together. Right. And I've kind of seen Let Me Be 83 go in these really awesome waves. And you've got you've been shaking things up. I try. Which is awesome. I think We're, people like me best when I shake things up. <laughs> we were just I, talking before we started that I call her spicy. I love so, that. I know. I say she's kind of spicy. Good. I don't see myself that way, but I want to be we spicy. It. It's because you're bucking the trend and you're doing things differently. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Okay. So share with those that are listening or viewing what Let Me Be 83 is all about. So Let Me Be 83, I would call it a movement. Yeah, um, We're up against some guidelines right now currently for people with diabetes that don't make much sense. Um, The current guidelines, most of them suggest that people with diabetes eat like 60 grams of carbs per meal, and then they dose kind of a larger dose of insulin, and that creates roller coaster blood sugars. And it's it's dangerous, and it leads to complications down the road. So this Let Me Be 83 movement is to try and get back to common sense. Uh, If you have A Mm -hmm. reaction to carbohydrates in your body and you can't process them without injecting a medication, the common sense thing to do is to limit those carbohydrates and keep your body safe. Why is it so simple like that? We think that we need to dose with insulins or other medications to make ourselves feel better, right? Isn't it? Right. I think it's the American problem. We trust a medication more than we trust behavior modification. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And changing what you eat is hard. For a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of the last resort sometimes. And I've always heard too, like uh, Americans, like we have the most expensive urine because of all the stuff that we pump into ourselves right. from the medications. Right. And We'd all rather the different... take a vitamin than eat a piece of broccoli. Isn't that crazy? It is. So Let Me 83 was founded really out of the basis of your Sun River. So do you want to share a little bit about that story sure. and how we kind of came to be? Right. Um, my son was diagnosed at age five and I should have had more of an understanding of diabetes at the time, but I didn't. It was a new diagnosis. Uh, I was educated in the hospital about mm-hmm. our new lifestyle. And I am a very trusting individual, and I listened to all of the instructions that were given to me, mm-hmm. and I'm a rule follower. And so um, in the first three years, I did as I was told, and I fed River a normal kid diet, you know, white food and yeah. You know, fruit gummies, 
juice box, you know, the things that people um, feed their children. And I could never gain control of his blood sugars. And I, I struggled. I threw everything at his disease that I knew I could. I bought every piece of technology. We invested in a diabetes alert dog. Mm -hmm. And my son suffered. I mean, you could see him feel lethargic and not feel well. And uh, it wasn't until a day that we hit rock bottom and truly had the most dangerous blood sugars of his life when I reached out on social media to a group of other parents and I said, how are you people doing this? Because once in a while I would see on the threads that someone was getting really good blood sugars. And so in a, a moment of mercy, help me, I'm struggling. Tell me how you do this. People commented and they said, I have a diabetes alert dog. I have a Dexcom, you know, mm-hmm. a blood glucose yeah, yeah. monitor. And about every third or fourth comment, someone said, we feed our child a low-carb diet. We follow Dr. Bernstein. Mm-hmm. And this pattern kept showing up in the comments. And so I was in a car at the time. I went on Amazon. I bought this book, Prime, to be delivered yeah, yeah, yeah. two days later. And I literally changed our whole way of life cold turkey. It was in the summer when River was eight years old. Um Once I knew better, I had to do better. Mm -hmm. And this thing that was right in front of me three or more times a day, feeding my child, it all changed. And his health within a week improved so much. So I founded Let Me Be 83 out of like the utter joy that I had as a mother to be able to provide long-term health for my child. Mm -hmm. I wanted to form an organization that would give this gift to other people because it's not talked about. Right. And it is common sense. It's funny. If you ask people outside of the diabetes Mm -hmm. world, you know, they're the ones saying, can your kid really eat that? Yeah. And and they know better because it's just not personal to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this Let Me Be 83, it's a movement and it's it's anchored in um, joy and frustration. So, and I remember seeing um, pictures of River when he was in the hospital. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't even look like the same kid now. He right. looks so sick and so frail and so little. He was, and just not, not healthy, right? right? Not and you were vibrant. doing though literally what you were told to do, following guidelines. Doctors said to do this, do that, and yes. you're trying to, like you said, the rule follower, be the I, mom, right? I followed the rules. Yeah. I have a history that makes me trust physicians. Mm-hmm. Where I yeah. come from, a family full of them. Yeah. And so I would have no reason mm-hmm. to question them or to think they're misguiding me. And right. I don't believe it's their intention to set people up to fail. I blame mm-hmm. the guidelines. Mm-hmm. I think that we need to really do an overhaul of, of mm-hmm. these food guidelines and start it from the top down. So then physicians are giving their patients a better method also. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've had the opportunity to work alongside you and kind of see how it's changed even in the, the last year and a half, two years and how you are getting super spicy in the community. And that's why I think it's been so attractive to those, not just locally, but internationally to follow you because you are feisty about things and you're just telling it how it is, but you're fighting for your son's life and you're wanting other people to fight along along with you, right? Because they've got the same same concerns, the same things that are happening with their kiddos. Right. I mean, I hope that's why people can bond to me. I'm just yeah. a mom. Yeah. I'm a mom who loves my kid. Mm-hmm. I don't have, you know, full medical training. I worked yeah. in the healthcare field. Right. Um, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm, I'm a common person mm-hmm. who loves my kid and would do anything to keep my kid healthy. And 
the international following, it's so interesting because nowhere in the world are the guidelines good. Everywhere people are struggling. Mm -hmm. And so it's really fun to be able to show River, hey, here's your friend in Scotland and your friends in New Zealand. and connect. It's amazing. Yeah. So why the number 83 for those that are listening? So 83 is the healthy blood sugar of a person who is otherwise healthy and Mm -hmm. of a normal body weight. And so the name Let Me Be 83 is like almost like a plea. Mm -hmm. Like, please let me be here. Mm -hmm. Let me do this method Mm -hmm. that keeps my kids safe. Um, so we've had a lot of fun with the yeah. name. I think it works. And it's fun for everybody to connect. Like you were talking, like the kids and the fr- his friends in Scotland and all over the country. It's fun to see them connect over that one, that commonality, right? Right. And that phrase, because they all want to feel good and they all want that same ideal blood sugar. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's fun. Cute. It is. I get messages from people and they'll show me a picture of their blood glucose monitor on 83. Oh, that's just, awesome. You know, it, it, it it's something to celebrate right? because it's a it's a challenging life. Yeah. Even with good food, it's a full-time commitment. So when you hit that ideal number, it's kind of fun to celebrate. So when you launched Let Me Be 83, did you think it would be where it is today? Like in terms of not only the following, but we'll talk a little bit later about this documentary and really you've got other groups in the in the region, really ra- in the country, really rallying for you and the organization. Like, did you right. ever imagine it would be like that? I had no idea. I, yeah. um, it's humbling. Like it's, it's just so fun to have that support mm-hmm. and to know that there are other people who believe in the mission and there are people craving the information. Mm-hmm. I just, I love that momentum is on our side mm-hmm. and it seems sometimes the angrier I get about the status quo, the more people want to hop on board yeah. and fight as well. So That's I the love it. Post that I love. I love <laughs> the angry post because there is, it's like, I mean, you're doing exactly what you should be doing, fighting for your child. Right. Right. And you're just trying to buck the trend and buck Mm -hmm. the guidelines and Mm -hmm. say, look at here, like what you're telling us is not right. Right. And look at our son. He's thriving. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because they did tell you, like, if you don't feed him 60 carbs per meal and if you don't do these things, if you don't give him the pizza, he's not going to thrive and he's not going to have a normal life. Right. Right. They say he won't grow. Right. His brain won't develop. Yeah. Now look Um, at him. Right. No, he's doing so well. And also the anger masks the fact that I refuse to ever be a victim. It's really easy when you're mm-hmm. dealing with a disease 24-7 and you're up at night, and I still have that in common with every other parent. There are times that I'm up at night, and I could choose a path where I feel sorry for myself and I feel sorry for River, and I could wallow in that, mm-hmm. and that can happen, and I, mm-hmm. it's, I see why it happens. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely refuse as a hum- human being to be a victim of this. So I just yeah. forge ahead with everything I have to, to just conquer it. So inspiring. I can <laughs> just you. sit here and listen to you just talk all Thank day. Thank you. Thank you. So can you share with those that are listening and watching, you've got all these different elements of Let Me Be 83, right? You've got um, Dr. Bernstein's book, which we talk a lot about. Right. You've got these success kits as well. Um, you've got these incredible brochures. You've got this awesome website. You've got this blog piece through the Facebook page. Like You've got all these awesome elements. What do you feel like... Um, what do you feel like has been the most successful in terms of getting the word out? Is it the one-on-one or is it the the post on Facebook? I guess how – the reason why I'm asking you this is when I was an admin, I told Bethany to take me off as an admin on the page because there would be 20 direct messages 
within a matter of no time from all over parts of the country and the world, really, for that matter, just trying to just get info from you. Like you are an incredible right. ambassador for the disease, but also to what to do differently, right? So I don't right. know what's been the most successful from I Let think Me Be the blog will always be my yeah. way of connecting to people. And when people make comments and when mm-hmm. they share it, it reaches some of their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always want that human element where people right. can send me a message. And if it's, you know, not three in the morning and yeah. I'm asleep, <laughs> yeah. I try, really try my best yeah. to get back to people yeah. because people did that for me. Yeah. It's not that I'm doing anything special. It's that I'm truly paying forward the kindness that was given to me in mm-hmm. those dark moments. So, I, I mean, I will always write the blog as long as River yeah. will still allow me to take his picture and talk about him. <laughs> I don't know. That window could be closing. The The jicama fries the other night looked awesome. They're good. Very good. And it's fun because you've got that human touch. I think that's why people are so attracted to the blog piece of it Mm -hmm. because it's human. It's genuine. And it's incredibly – there's no there's no bars, right? Like it's all out there. Right. The good, the bad, and the ugly. I, right. I, and you are there fighting sure. alongside everybody else. And I think that's why it's been so successful. Right. Thank that's why you. people want to be a part of it. I hope so. Yeah. I hope. It I mean, it's changed my life. So it motivates me every day to try and help other people. Well, it's my father, as you know, has struggled with diabetes for years mm-hmm. and you know, from seeing the insulin and the pokes and all those things for all over these years and now he's following a more clean keto diet. It's fun to see him just be differently. He walked four miles on his treadmill yesterday. My mom calls me up and just lets me know these fun little things that are happening with him. And you know, for a man who's nearing his seventies and he wants to do better and be better, you couldn't be but proud of him, you know, and he's battled renal cancer and needs a new kidney and all these different things. And, you know, this diet, um, it's not a diet. It's really a lifestyle, right? It's choosing because he couldn't, you couldn't choose to feed him sugars and all the things that okay. ADA says that he should be. Right. But you've truly transformed and changed. Right. One of the big principles in Dr. Bernstein's book is that he says you become the captain of your own ship. Yeah. And like with your dad, I'm guessing. Yeah just making one small change mm-hmm. and then reaping the reward mm-hmm. it's that empowerment right snowballs yeah. like oh i did this today so yeah. tomorrow i can do this plus that yeah and you just take back over your life mm-hmm. and it's so funny what changing food can do for someone mm-hmm. it it there's so many think of life though there's so many connection pieces that we have with food right mm-hmm. you celebrate with food mm-hmm. you there's a passing right or mm-hmm. celebration of life ceremony there's food like there it seems like food is it's deeply rooted in everything that we do it is you know so it's, i agree with you it's, it's our culture and i've had a fun little spin on words because people say food is love but they usually mean it in like you know the donut in front of your kid for breakfast yeah. kind of way. Yeah. But I try and spin it that like food is love, like nourish a body mm-hmm. and let them be well. And yeah. that is the highest form of love you yeah. can give a child yeah. or, a, or a dad. Or a dad. Right. So tell me about the documentary. This is so awesome. When you showed me the trailer of it, gosh, it was back in December, I think it might have been, or around that time frame. Mm-hmm. I was in tears just watching the trailer. How did this all come to be? You know, it just it just keeps like these opportunities present themselves. Yeah. And the documentary was important because I think there are visual learners out there. Oh, for sure. And pe- parents are bombarded with information. And I'm just another to some people. I'm just another girl on Facebook writing a blog. And it you hear so many different theories and methods and keto is bad and low fat is bad and high fat is bad. Yeah. And there's just, it's information overload. And so my goal with the documentary was to show 
healthy kids, healthy, happy families, and just let their stories be the visual stimulation that people needed to see that mm-hmm. we're not weirdos. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. don't just eat dry chicken. We're not and, crunchy. Right? We're, I yeah. mean, we're a little crunchy, yeah. but we're not like crazy crunchy. <laughs> you yeah. know, we yeah. live. We have yeah. low-carb pancakes. Yeah. So, the, I mean, it's just, again, everything has fallen into place in these beautiful families with amazing stories. They mm-hmm. all showed up. They drove. Some of them drove six hours crazy? to come be in the shoot. and we're just bonded for life. And they told their story. It was just honesty. They just said what happened to them and showed their child. And I think it made for a really compelling mm-hmm. first 22 minutes of a documentary. That's so awesome. Thank it's you. called Madness, the Cost of Curbs. Yes. And we actually are going to be previewing it at the Blue Ball coming up here right. in a couple weeks, really. Oh, less than six. Isn't it crazy? We're on the countdown, I know. I have a countdown clock on my cell phone. I should show you. It counts like down oh, to the minutes. I need that. I need that. <laughs> no, you don't. No, no you don't. <laughs> but I think, um, so the Blue Ball, talking a little bit about that. So we were a part of helping to launch this last year, which was right. so awesome. It was so and, fun. Um, you know, to get everybody together, not just those that... That, are, that follow the lifestyle, but those that support them, right? Mm-hmm. If, I feel like there's so many people that know people that have been affected by diabetes or are living with it now. And even people, like we just had a conversation a few minutes ago about somebody that we, I had no idea who had has it, right? you know? And so it's just, you you learn about these individuals in their lives mm-hmm. um, all throughout, you know? And so they were all together for one incredible night. We were able to kind of celebrate the path that we're all on, Mm -hmm. but also to educate people. It wasn't just about getting together to raise dollars, which we did for an incredible organization, but it's about a good time Mm -hmm. for a good cause. Like Mm -hmm. we were talking this year, it's party with a purpose. Right. And everybody's in blue. It was- Whatever shade of blue. Right. Yeah. Whatever shade of blue. I mean, it was so fun and it was, um, it, it- warms my heart to feed people the same food I feed River every day and for them to go, oh my goodness, what was that Kali Mash recipe I'm making Courtney Collin. Right, I know, I know. Courtney's just like, how do I make it? What do I do? It's so good. And so, um, you know, that melts my heart a little. Right, this is what he does. And, you know, diabetes, it's misunderstood. It's not talked about a lot. There's type 1 and type 2. and. Most people don't know the difference or what we do or why you use insulin when you give it. Yeah. So it was just a fun event to give some education, feed them good food, and just, I mean, just have a great time. That's so all fun. Out. Right. So this year we're doing a little bit of a spin on it. So we're calling it a food and film festival right. since we're debuting the film that mm-hmm. night, which will be fun. But mm-hmm. um, the food piece of it is big, like you had said. And we've had the opportunity to work with Chef Edgar and Maddie mm-hmm. and Sarah and the whole team down at the Hilton to be able to kind of craft this menu. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to preview too much now, but we have previewed a little bit of surf and turf. Right. That's going to be there. Uh, They nailed it. Yeah. That food tasting was epic. I know. Oh, it's, my goodness. People, if you have not bought your tickets yet, you're, you need oh. to because the food alone is unmatched. And right. there's so much of it. My gosh, mm-hmm. we left that tasting and there was more food for the kids. Right. There was food that we there, – there's just, there was just a lot of it. But we've got a lot so of interactive stations, which is fun. Um, we've got butlered hors d'oeuvres throughout mm-hmm. the night as well. We're, I think we should tell them about the meatball bar, though. Oh, there's I a mean, meatball balls bar. Balls at the Blue Ball. Right? First of all, the name is super attractive. <laughs> Whenever we talk about like the Blue Ball, people kind of snicker a little bit. Right. Then you tell them the reason behind it and the cause, then people understand. Right. You know? And exactly. that's the powerful part because people mm-hmm. don't know. It's the education piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we've got a meatball bar with three different kinds of balls of meat. <laughs> Lots of balls. Lots of balls. Lots of sauce. We've got boas, boas, balls, and mm. bubbly. Booze, bubbly, booze. booze. Boo- yeah. 
the fun part that I think we've been having a little bit of, this is the spicy part of you that I love, mm. is the kind of the play on the words. So we are drinking dirty and eating clean. Yes, we are. That night. Right. So it's fun to bring all these people together for an awesome cause. We've got some really powerful corporate sponsors, those that have purchased tables that are bringing their staff, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's right. a pretty impactful piece of the event. And it's a it's a happy night. It is a it's, happy night. It's a exactly. bummer of a disease, yeah. but it's a happy event. Right. We're not trying to shed right. tear. I mean, you might when you watch the film, but yeah. it's happy. Yeah. And that's why I have fun with the the names and being a little silly and quirky. And I'm just Spicy. hoping that after this dreadful winter we've had, that People everyone wants out. to get out and get yeah. dressed up and have a fun night. We're going to do a little after party this year, mm, which is fun. Yes, so we're we going to be dancing. So. Mm-hmm. We've got some mixes happening that night. Maybe you and I should get up. The I think we should. The at least for a photo table. op, right? not disco table. What am I going to DJ? Yeah, the, we could, we could, turn table. Turn table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think? Um, what's next for Let Me Be eighty three? I and the reason why I ask this is is. We had the opportunity working with these other corporate partners too mm-hmm. to be able to say we work with this awesome group called Let Me Be eighty three. Help, like let's help rally that cause and get right. them involved. So we. You know, we all kind of become ambassadors of Let Me Be 83. And it's almost that it's that inherent piece of it, right? Like Mm -hmm. you want to do better because you're seeing what we're fighting for is not just River, but it's our families. It's Mm -hmm. those that come before us, my kids, you know, whoever it happens to be. So we almost become all these mini ambassadors. And that's what all of your followers are too. Whether you realize it or not, you're a huge influencer. And I know you say it super humbly, but it is. It's you're an influencer in in this area, in this arena. You've got physicians and doctors and universities across the world that are following you. And repurposing things that you're writing. So we become these incredible ambassadors of this this event. So for us to know what's next, and maybe you have no idea what's next, or you're just keeping it quiet. quiet. um, I don't know. There are a couple of things. Like what's next? Because you've got this cool conference that's coming up too. Right. I'm hosting the first ever Let Me Be 83 The Carb Conference. So cool. Um, As of this morning, there were eight seats left. My gosh. Out of 200. How cool is that? I'm blown away. I can tell there are people traveling in. From Florida, New York, Hawaii, California, wow, Las wow, Vegas, wow. Um, to be part of this. I, I don't, it blows my mind. That's I don't awesome. know how I'm lucky enough um, to get these people to come to Sioux Falls in April, but um, the conference will be amazing. And it's yeah. a free conference because it's so important for me. You know, I'm trying to work with people around the country, but locally, yeah. I want to give back to soup, the people of Sioux Falls and yeah. the kids here and the kids that River goes to school with that right. have diabetes. And there are some school nurses coming. And um, it's just, it'll be a great event locally yeah. for us to try and make some changes. Um, I'm also working on the documentary still yeah. to finish it. And probably the most potentially exciting thing. Um, and I think I can count on it, but I'm not 100% sure. I believe I'm going to be able to sit down with the new CEO for the American Diabetes Association this summer in Washington, wow. D.C. What's her um, name? It's a, right, the female? Tracy. Yeah, yeah, Tracy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she just started a couple of months ago, and she herself has type yeah. 2 diabetes. Yeah. And she's been very open to talking about a low-carb management style. So wow. I'm going to be in D.C. anyway, and her assistant has made contact with me. So we're in that. That's good. We're kind of dating good. right now and hopefully good. setting up our first face-to-face. That's but that exciting. Would be, um, because that's the end goal. Yeah. I, I need someone bigger 
then let me be 83 to make a big move. And I would just give anything for the American Diabetes Association to take a closer look at the guidelines. If people were as half as passionate as you... I don't, I don't, our world would be, would be changed. I don't even know what else to say. You're sweet. Thank no, you. it is true. I mean, I get goosebumps hearing you talk about it. And when we are able to share that story out in the community, it's, it's so impactful. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. My gosh. Thank you. See, you're making me all I know. Misty don't here. cry. No, no cry. Don't cry. <laughs> no, don't feel. But it's, I mean, that would be one of the biggest, probably milestones of the organization to be able to sit down face to face and just have her listen. That's right. all. That's the end goal. Yeah. The end goal is, is to help kids. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be me. If, yeah. if the ADA would embrace it, then that would be amazing. The thing about you that I like is that you've never pushed an agenda with people, right? It's, I mean, yes, there it is, but it's not, you know, it's not so, it's not the scientific piece of it and all these little things. It's literally just trying to feed your kids foods that fuel them and that make mm-hmm. them better. Mm-hmm. That's it. And just hopeful that, yep, they'll embrace some wow. part of it and Good for you. on their own timing. Good for you. Thank you. Before I let you leave here, we're going to mm-hmm. ask you these fun questions okay. about, um, oh, they're just kind of some little spinoffs, like fun, quirky questions. Okay. And I want the first thing that just oh, pops boy. out of your brain. Okay. And you can be kind of sassy and fun if you oh, want. Oh boy, who me? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so if you're not involved with doing what you do now, mm-hmm. what would you be doing? Oh, have you seen um, Dr. Pimple Popper? Yeah. Yes, I know. I love it. Oh my gosh, oh. there is a cake, a lady in Sioux Falls, and I cannot remember who oh. it was. Just made a pimple popper cake, oh, and they like that's going too far. It was disgusting <laughs> looking, and it was so gross. Oh, so that's what you would do? Um, well, no, like oh. tr- <laughs> truly, as a child, I wanted to be a dermatologist. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and yeah. med school was always kind of an option, yeah. but I didn't end up doing it. So wow. I think I would be Oof, a doctor. I'm out maybe. on that. You could be any animal. What would it be? An octopus. Why? Because I'm so dang busy that if I could have yeah. six more hands, you know, all like doing all my tentacles. stuff. I just and I joke that I um, when I'm sleep deprived, I kind of move around like a drunk octopus. So <laughs> That's I really think. funny. <laughs> what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Um, I love the Rebel Creamery coffee chip. See, I haven't had that one yet. Oh, it's my, my favorite. My favorite Rebel one is, which Rebel Creamery, for those of you that are listening or watching, is is a lower carb. It's about, I can actually tell you probably all of the, it's like what, six carbs or six to nine carbs per whole pint. pint. And I don't know where, the, where is this one made out of? Not Oregon? No? I don't even know. Gosh, I didn't I should think know of, that. I, no, I should too. I don't know. But they ship it to your home or you can go. Pomegranate Market has it mm-hmm. in Sioux Falls. I don't mm-hmm. know any other places that have it I don't in Sioux Falls. but. Does. Um, it's incredible. It's so good. And it's the first cream-based yeah. low-carb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other low-carb ice creams are very gritty. Do you know what? I'm not going to say the name of one, but I did just get some. Did you? And I, I wrote about. them, and they have not written me back, but I was one of the original, one, one part of their Kickstarter. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it was not. It's so grainy and gritty. Shoot. And they say to leave it out for, right. you know, 15 minutes or so, but mm-hmm. Bummer. I know. We'll see it's what happens, bad. but... Um, one thing on your bucket list, what would that be? Just one thing. Um, 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 oh, if I could hear Adele sing live again. Oh, I did see her one. That's kind of a lame. I mean, I'd like to hike Machu Picchu, but you know my thing with Adele. Yeah. And we were seeing Adele in concert the night my life went up. Yeah. So I don't know if I ever told you someone, my little guy was sick and before he was admitted into the children's hospital, he would only be soothed with Adele. Oh, 
on like Perfect. repeat nonstop. So then when right. we're in the hospital for that mm-hmm. week, that's all we would listen to to mm-hmm. help calm him down. Mm-hmm. Anyway, She's pretty magical like Adele. that. One hobby you could begin if you could. Oh, my goodness. I know um, you're not a crafter. <laughs> I am not crafty. In fact, I didn't even do a Christmas tree this year. I'm a horrible mother. No, you're not like, a horrible mother. I'm just not girly like that. Um, I did start playing tennis a year ago. I'm going to oh, yeah, say to like you. improve my tennis game. Good. I'm more of a sporty. Sporty spice. Sporty, sporty spice. <laughs> what does your dream day look like? Oh, my I dream know. day? Okay, I'm going to be like serious on this one. My dream day would begin having slept through the night and River mm-hmm. having healthy blood sugars. Um, I would love to have coffee with my husband. We sit side by side at our computers and read our news and enjoy a cup of coffee. Um, I love to work out, go for a mm-hmm. hike, hang out with my kids. Um, like our family love language now is eating dinner out together. Yeah. My kids have become such foodies and they're so talkative when we go out to eat. So for them. I would just spend the day Isn't with my family. Some of the basic things, I said some of the same stuff, mm-hmm. like just relax, sleep in, go work out, drink coffee, right. do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maddie on our team, I think her dream day was at a beach drinking a bunch of Ron Diaz. Oh, <laughs> coconut rum. Well, whatever. Maybe the age difference. Yeah, I know. Maybe <laughs> the age difference. I'm at the age where a good nap sounds better, right? What about uh, the next question? May not be applicable, but what does your which the favorite book that you've read recently? Do you, do you have time to read? Um, I don't much. If I do, it's like a study online, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, and sadly, because I just work around the clock. Yeah. If I start reading a book, I'm asleep within 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it is the best that or watching golf on TV. Oh, I'm, I know. I'm just out. What about speaking? Would you rather speak every language in the world or talk to animals? I would rather speak every language in the world. See, I was going to I was going to peg you as talking to animals cuz how well, you talk I love to the dogs. animals too, but <laughs> like, I'm committed to baby talk. I know, I know. My, yeah. I I don't say my Rs, right? When I talk to animals, <laughs> And I think my power of touch is perfect with animals that I would just love to be able to communicate with everyone. And that's like a legit frustration for me because some of the people around the world who send me messages, we're speaking different languages. And how amazing would it be if I had the ability to respond back in the proper language? I don't think I've told you this yet, but this group, this um, University of Derby out of London Mm -hmm. reached out to us and they are doing kind of an event analysis. We have to give them like an event to for them to build. Actually, I think they may be doing a model of it, all the looks in AV. And we gave them the blue ball, like what they would do in the future. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So we gave them this group project. So the university. um, But when we talk about, I mean, London's they're fine for English wise, but just even the the concept of like the timing of things and how to be responsive it's just so different you know in other countries Funny. so yeah so they're going to present I want to see idea. how that plays out yeah we're excited cool. they're going to present to us and we gave them a little bit of history of let me be 83 but they're going to present I think on the 21st of March wow to kind of show us like what they would do cool. in the future yeah that's so, it's cool. so fun um what's your favorite I know your favorite emoji to me but what's your favorite emoji on your phone oh yeah the rock star yeah. hand I don't know awesome that or dancing lady or sunglasses oh, emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to use the martini one a lot, but I've kind of that's like gone down on the list a Is lot. It? I do hearts a lot. I do like the happy heart guy. Oh yeah, They're no, weird. I'm well. I guess I'm a little edgy because this is like, are <laughs> you coming on. to coffee this morning? Heck yeah, I'm coming <laughs> to coffee it. this morning. <laughs> Last question: okay. At what store would you choose to max out a credit card at? Mm. One store. One store. I know. It's a hard one. 
Ah, Whole Foods? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good. I get a lot of miles out of Max now in my lot. card at Whole Foods. That's, That's so lame, and it's totally in in line with my theme no. here. But That's cool. Good Foods, awesome. Well, if they haven't bought their tickets to the Blue Ball, they can check out the site, thebluballbenefit.org. Right. Mm-hmm. We're going to be in blue dresses. Have you got yours yet? No. We've been searching, and I think all of us may be in different shades of blue cool. this year. So I we're love trying that. to figure out what that all looks like. But That'll be fun. There's a lot of blue dresses out there. There it's just are. Just trying to figure out like how to. And the guys, mm-hmm. sorry, you don't have to wear dresses. You can wear blue, whatever. Blue tie. Blue tie, blue suits. I would love it if someone could rock out like an old 80s Jim Carrey blue suit with like ruffles. Oh, I think people have talked about that. Someone could pull the that The powder off. blue. Did, yeah. I ever, did I tell you my funny story from last year no. before we go? No. Um, I had my dress altered. And I had to pick it up the day of the blue ball. And my lovely husband offered to go do it for me. And the alteration store was closed. So no. my dress was locked in a store no, for I the weekend. And I wore my backup dress. I didn't know that. I knew you said it was the backup one, but I don't remember. I didn't never heard the whole no, story. No. Wow. So, so are you going to wear maybe the dress for I don't this know. year? It's still at the store. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. It's not funny. I know. Well, come hang out with Bethany and I. It's going to be. A party. So fun. Good food. The debut of the film. There's so mm-hmm. many cool things happening that night, but mm-hmm. um, come join us. Blue Ball, April 13th. We're going to rock the Hilton. It. Yeah. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Yeah. So fun. We'll see you on the we'll ball on the other side. Perfect. Baller. Balls. <laughs> Baller. <laughs> thank you for listening to today's episode of The Good Work. And a special mm-hmm. thank you to our friend Bethany for joining us and for sharing the story of Let Me Be 83. You won't want to miss next week's episode as we take you behind the scenes of The Good Work. Don't forget to subscribe to The Good Work on YouTube and iTunes and follow the event company on social media to stay up to date on the good work that we are part of each day. 